Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. It's Friday. I'm Chris Danielson, along with my best friend and bride, Emily. So glad to have you with us, and thank you for deciding to spend a little time with you. You know, of all the things people could spend their time doing, yeah. it really warms my heart when people <laughs> tune in to the podcast. And take their time to listen to us, yeah. yeah. Hey, we're also thankful that Emily's actually here. Uh, if you can hear, she's uh, fighting allergies. She's been trying to hunt the house for the, the good Benadryl stuff. Yes. and It's not COVID, I promise. Yeah, and you're trying really hard not to sound like Lisa. Lisa Loopner from Saturday Night Live in 1978. Thanks, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> but you're here, and uh, we are limiting it to one mailbag today, and we're just going to have that as a sh- to, to help Emily and not hold her here for 30 minutes with the yakety yak yak And have to talk and, you know, be my witty self. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with insightful. I think the wit is supposed to be on my side of the table, but sometimes I fail miserably. Okay. Yeah, there's a failure. Your phone just goes off in the middle of the phone. Is it important? No. Do we need to stop? No. Okay, good, good, good. It's a prayer meeting I'm supposed to be at that I'm texting saying I'm not going to be there, so. You heathen. I know. (laughs) To do this podcast with you, to meet you where you are in your health sniffling Lisa uh-huh. Lutner ways. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I'm sorry. I, I silenced my phone now. Anyway, mailbag. What do we got? Yeah. I'm going to the mailbag. And this one is a really good uh, correspondence. And I think it, it's enough to fill up an entire podcast. So we're just going to do this one. And it's from someone who wants to remain anonymous. Oh, sure. Which is totally cool. You can do that. You can say, hey, just don't mention my name. And we would yeah. be glad not to do that. That's totally fine. Anyway, or if your name is Earl, you can say you're Gerald. That's fine with us. You can lie. Yeah. Use your middle name. Yeah, especially that middle. podcast that comes in from <laughs> Joseph <laughs> Jones. And it's signed Ricky Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, you yes. know somebody's playing yeah. with you. Anyway, If you, if you want to remain anonymous, that's totally fine. Anyway, what they Anywho. write is... I've heard some say that we are in the tribulation. You said on your podcast, Chris, I think they're talking about you, that you do not believe that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. I know we are not supposed to predict when Jesus will return, but can we know where we are when the scriptures talk about the end times or last days? Mm -hmm. Can you please explain a little deeper? Sure. First of all, we are still here, right? I'm I'm talking into this microphone. (laughs) Barely, but yes, we are here. Before we get into the nuts and bolts of this, I want to remind you of just a couple things. Number one, there is a scripture that says, and I don't have the verse and and chapter handy. I should have looked it up, but again, show prep costs money and we do this for free. (laughs) You can Google it. Just Google, just type in scripture and then some of the words and you probably find it. That God has to shorten the days or even the elect would be deceived. Now, That is something that you also need to combo in with a thousand years is like a day and a day is like a thousand years to God. So when you come out of that, I'm telling you that the scriptures lay it out pretty simply so we can understand to constantly be on the lookout for our Savior. That's the point right there. Yeah, lift up your head and draw near. My problem with end times prophecy and rapture theories and pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, (laughs) pan-trib is that... we get all focused on trying to figure it out and we take our eyes off of Jesus. Now, I'm not saying everybody does that, 
But that's the, the problem that yeah. I identify with all of these things is that we need to keep our eyes focused on Jesus. Looking for his return is what the scripture says. Yeah, keep focused on the Savior and not the escape hatch. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not one. Um, Jesus yeah. is going to come, but he does have things that you're going to have to go through, yeah. good, bad, or otherwise. And so you just have to keep looking to him. He the talks person. about persevering till the very end, and that's how people get uh, kind of confused. Well, the very end for a lot of people is going to be today. They didn't mean True. for it to be today, but it is going to be the end for them yeah. today. God has all of our days numbered. You persevere to your very end. If you somehow turn this podcast off and something happens to you and God calls you home, your end day is today. Right. And so Jesus says, always be looking for my return. He also says, you know, many antichrists have come and many antichrists will come. Let's quit looking for who the antichrist is. When that's revealed, those of us in the spirit will know it. It'll be obvious. But we keep our eyes on Jesus. We look for his return. We're focused on him. So saying all of that, to answer the question, no, we are not in the tribulation. Are we at the doorstep of it? I believe we are. Yeah. I believe that everything is being set in place. The meal has not been served yet, but the dishes are being set on the table, and the table is getting really close to looking like it's ready for the bird. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. We're drooling. <laughs> We are drooling right now. In fact, some Christians are taking the <laughs> knife and the fork in each hand and pounding the table. Serve us, serve us, serve us. We want to eat. We want to eat. But yeah. listen, a lockdown is not the tribulation. A forced vaccine is not the tribulation. Yeah. It's not the mark of the beast. When you read Revelation, the actual tribulation when it starts on the earth is going to be some like something we have never, ever experienced. And I can hear a couple of my friends and pastors and, and other people in our lives saying right now, I can hear their voices echoing, yes, but this and this and this and it's in, and this is bad and that is bad. And it's like, yes, those things are very bad. And it's global. It's on a global scale, not just a regional pocket here, there, yeah, around the, the globe. Yeah. There are people that feel like the vaccine is set up for mass genocide yeah. and that there is one of the vaccines that has actually been like pre- calculated to have this supercharge come with a booster sh- that will that will you know euthanize a lot of people i i don't be- i don't believe that but i don't deny that what i want to do is keep my eyes focused on jesus yes. and no we are not in the tribulation yet we are close could jesus return before this podcast before you get done listening to this podcast emily and i are here to tell you biblically yes he could because there is so much that god's ways are above our ways so much that god can can do that still lines up with scripture that we don't necessarily think fits into our narrative and if you want an example look at how the pharisaic scribes and jews of the day missed the messiah they, just they had the, they had the Old Testament. They had, they had Isaiah 53. God's word. Yeah, but they missed it. And that's the thing is we we see only in part. That's, that's what we have to right. remember. We can see only in part. And that, again, gets back to God saying, you have to trust me. There mm-hmm. is no salvation aside from faith in Christ. And so even though he speaks and leads and guides believers, there's still that element of you have to trust me because if you try to do it on your own and your own logical thinking and I'm smart enough to figure this out and yada, 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 we fail over and over and over again. Because like you said, Chris, God's ways are 
just not our ways. They're just not. Well, yeah. and socialism is coming, which yes. is really communism. There is no socialism that's not demonic. Yeah. If you are a full-on socialist, double-check your, you know, <laughs> see if you are actually in the faith. <laughs> Absolutely. And I can't remember who the Bible teacher was, Chris. You probably can. Uh, was talking about how socialism is definitely the um, the the breeding ground or the scenario or the situation for the Antichrist to make his rise. Yeah. And he, so he can't come in without, you know, socialism. Without a, yeah, yeah exactly. It's going to set it up. It's going to set it up for him to be revealed, but we're not there yet. Yeah. Socialism, communism means the same thing at the end of the day. And before you say, well, what about Sweden? What about Norway? What about the Scandinavians? They are not socialist countries. They are right. welfare states. There are still businesses that are allowed to thrive. Privately owned. And yeah. they just are more of a welfare state than anybody else and that that gets the name socialism in the press but that is not the socialism that the democrats the bidens and a lot of the other people around the globe are pushing right now with the great reset that look up the great reset on the u.n website it's right there for everybody to read it's not like this is a conspiracy theory it's out in the open no exactly so when people are looking around going hey this isn't right this is this is adding up to a global tyranny that's not conspiracy. That's just people going, hey, this is kind of messed up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and you don't have to be highly educated. You don't have to be a conspiracy weirdo to figure that out. You can be just like a normal average but person. But I want to be a conspiracy weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just want to seek the truth. And when the truth leads to something that's not necessarily right and it's verifiable, yeah. you're not a conspiracy theorist. Now you're just out of step with the uh, the mantra that everybody's supposed to follow. Anywho, let's wrap this up. All right. We are not in the tribulation, okay? Right. We are not in the tribulation. But we're getting, we're close. And somebody says, well, the seven years can't start till the day of the rapture, and then the clock starts ticking. And it, no, that's not how God's, God, again, a thousand years is like a day. A day right. is like a thousand right. years. He says, even the elect might be deceived. So what has he got to do? He's got to shorten the days. I can give you more of my end times theory as we go on. It won't be on this podcast, but I think we've got a long way to go. And when I say long way, I mean another year, two years, 10 years, 20 right, years. Right. There's so much happening in the setting of the table. But you need to look across the landscape of our country, America. And I know we have some listeners in other countries. You need to look at your country as well and then start from there. Right. And we are seeing an incredible demonic push right now coming towards people, private property, Freedom of expression, freedom of speech, freedom to be able to make your own medical decisions, freedom to be able to just work. And it all comes back to a demonic, Saul Alinsky, communist socialist platform. The three point in America, if you're listening in America, the three point trillion dollar uh, bill that they have is basically yes. the Green New Deal. That kills America. That kills everything. Yep. And it's very easily to do the math. And they talk about it like it's for the greater good. Well, guess what? Organ, you know, you unvaccinated Christian. Harvesting your organs for the greater good and have, watching you die is going to be something that right. is going to be legal in the near it's future. For they the said. greater and good, that is probably yeah. the most conspiracy theory whack job statement I've made in a long time. <laughs> but we have seen it before, but so it's yes, really not. When you not. walk down the path, that's what happens, yeah. and it 
all comes back to, hath God really said? Did God really say the serpent in the garden doing the same thing to Emily, to me, and to you in our lives every day when it comes to making decisions to serve Christ? Did God really say that it was important to pursue righteousness? I mean, aren't you saved by faith through grace so all your sins are covered? Do you really have to live for Jesus? Do you really have to acknowledge him? So yes, the answer is this. We, we've laid it out. Here's the big crescendo. Here's the big bada bing right. bada boom drum roll please if you have it in you a calling from god to share the gospel in any way possible fund a missionary go across the street call your parents call your kids anything that god has laid on your heart that you're supposed to do for the kingdom do it today yeah. Don't put it off. Set up your life in a way where you're going to live for him as if today's the last day that you have an opportunity to do anything for your king, for the kingdom, to preserve and advance the gospel. And if we live like that, then the king will be honored and really he'll shake it all out and we keep our eyes focused on him. The the goal out of sharing the gospel like that is because you can't do that without constantly, every day, morning and night, looking for his return looking for him to call you home because your citizenship is in heaven. And as Forrest Gump would say, that's all I have to say about that. (laughs) (laughs) But he is going to definitely bring about situations on earth or allow the situations on earth and the circumstances to intensify that longing that we have to just be with him like you said chris it's we live in wicked days and it's mm-hmm. going to continue to get more and more and more and more but lift wicked up your head. but lift up your head and watch for the redeemer because you know he lives you know he's coming and the and the really sorry i forgot to silence that phone <laughs> I thought I did. Is that the Lord? <laughs> Podcast time is up. No, um, because we're all looking for the same thing. If you go through all the different religions, they're looking for the God of the universe to show up, reveal himself, and save this world from ourselves. We're all mm-hmm. looking for it. Jew, Gentile, everything. Uh, the question is, who are you looking for? Whom? Whom have you put your trust in? That's the big question. Well, and with all of that good news, (laughs) have a great weekend, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) That is good news. It actually is good news. I know that. It's great news. It can be. But you know, last week when we were like, we're doomed, (laughs) the end is near. I do, yes. Have a great weekend, everybody. Uh, I've gotten a couple (laughs) feedbacks uh, from people that were, you know, called me. One I ran into a church, another one texted me. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) final thoughts, Emily, wrap it up. Uh, Yeah, final thoughts are whether your last days are going to be before the tribulation, during the tribulation, when Christ returns, it doesn't really matter. We just need to be looking for that day when we do stand face to face with the Lord Jesus Christ. That's going to do it for us. On behalf of my best friend and bride, Emily, my name is Chris. Hey, go to BibleIdiots.com, check out our website, and if you feel like it, If the Lord lays it on your heart, if you're called to, we could sure use a financial gift to kind of perk up this little podcast. We'd really appreciate it. And then you get into God's word today and go and serve your king.